Today is Tuesday, September 14th. The title for our devotional is Paul's Story. Yesterday we ended with a simple point that when we reconstruct, we must reconstruct our faith completely around Jesus. He alone is the way to God. He alone is the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him, Jesus says. Throughout this campaign, we will look at stories from the Gospels of how people reconstructed their faith around Jesus. No one story, however, is more illustrative than that of the Apostle Paul, formerly known as Saul. For today, let's simply read his story as found in the book of Acts, with this framework of construction, deconstruction, and reconstruction running in the background of our minds. The rest of the week, we will unpack from, the, from his own words what happened here. So we're going to read Acts 9, verses 1 through 22. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's people. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, Go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me, so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. At once he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. All those who heard him were astonished and asked, Isn't this the man who raised havoc in Jerusalem among those who call on his name? And hasn't he come here to take them as prisoners to the chief priests? Yet Saul grew more and more powerful and baffled the Jews living in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. Elsewhere, in Galatians 1, 15-17, we read that the Apostle Paul, he tells us that after his, this experience in Damascus, he went out to Arabia and then returned to Damascus. He then went to Jerusalem to meet with Peter and James. 
He doesn't indicate how long he was in Arabia specifically, but between Arabia and Damascus, he spent three years to meet with God and search the scriptures. So this event where he met Jesus on the road and Ananias met him and prayed for him and the scales fell from his eyes and he received the Holy Spirit was so impactful in the Apostle Paul that he spent three years wrestling with it. He spent three years uh, going through the scriptures, searching the scriptures and trying to see the truth of what just happened. For additional content, I've linked you to the Bible Project video on Acts 8 through 12, where they go through uh, Paul's story here as we just did. So um, if, you, if you'd like to head over there and watch that, give some good visual uh, illustrations for the story we just read. Reflection time today, simply imagine yourself in the story of Paul. I find this so helpful when I'm reading scripture to put myself in the place of some of these characters. So here, put yourself in the place of Paul. Imagine thinking that you are serving God, that you are doing your religious duties by imprisoning these heretics, members of the way, this Jesus community. Then you meet the leader of the movement, the guy who, by the way, you think is actually dead on the road to Damascus. Imagine the realization that everything you have built your life around, truth, your career, your theology, your community, everything is incomplete at best and completely wrong at worst. When then you're blind and a guy, and a guy, by the way, who you came to arrest, comes and prays for you to receive your sight back. And you do. You receive your sight when he prays for you and you're filled with the Holy Spirit. You're so shook up by this that you spend three years figuring out what just happened. And then you return to the city of Damascus and preach the truth that you have now come to believe. As best you can, just imagine what that must have been like for Paul.